I'm Sam Dingman. And I'm Mac Montandon. And on our new podcast, The Rumor, we're trying to figure out if the Orioles faked a power outage in 1997. The answer involves Baseball Hall of Famer Cal Ripken Jr., Hollywood Hall of Famer Kevin Costner, and a renegade cop who goes by Mad Dog. We're going to try to unravel this mystery before this mystery unravels us. Listen to The Rumor on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sponsored by WinBet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, I am your host, John, and as always, I am gathered here with my brother, Junior. Appreciate you having me on. Fun as always. Looking forward to another episode. What's the deal, man? Bro, we we got a trade deadline coming up, man. You got to get ready to get a rock in here. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what uh, what Lord Palinka is going to do. Ah, already blew the mic. Not even a minute in. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, what the right. best GM of all time is going to do. I know, right? We got to see what's going to happen. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm excited for it. It's going to be a good session for sure. Definitely, definitely. And and uh, this this trade deadline is is probably going to be a little more quieter than, than other trade deadlines because I feel like a lot more teams feel like they can make that playoff now because of that, yeah. of those uh, of the, the, those playing games. But uh, but but basically, you know, what, what we're going to do today is we're just going to talk about some of those trade deadline rumors. You know, we've got the trade deadline coming up on Thursday, March 25th. So we're just going to, you know, sit here and talk about, you know, some some key players that are that may be traded. We're going to talk about possible predictions of, of who can be traded, what contending teams, what moves they should make and just, you know, just kind of go back and forth freestyle. So uh, I hope hope everybody out there is ready, man. I hope you guys go ahead and drop some down in the comments. Let us know what what trade rumor is your favorite. What what, what team what team do you want to see make a move this uh this trade before this trade deadline? And what player do you want to see move, man? Go ahead and let us know that in the comments. Go ahead and smash that like button, that subscribe button wherever you're at, man. Are you ready for this, Junior? I'm ready. So, you know, let's, let's go ahead and jump into this. So I just got a couple of topics I want to talk to you about, Junior. So for, for first thing is like just how I just mentioned the uh, the, the quiet micro, the, the quiet market uh, this season, you know, last season and uh, prior seasons. It's, you know, every trade deadline, like right before, like minutes before a trade deadline, you see like 12 trades just going. That's, boom, they boom, have, boom. Yep. that's what I like. Like that. That's when they happen. Right. But, you know, because of the playing games and because the, you know, other teams are going to have a chance to fight for that final spot. A lot more teams are just like, you know what? I'm just rocking with what we got. And if we got a trade, we'll just trade next season. I think 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 you're going to have like the 12 seed teams that would usually be like, ah, we're not getting eighth. Now I'm saying, oh, all we got to do is get 10th, you know, and try to make a push for those roster bolstering moves. And, and you also have contenders too, like the bucks, like what they did with PJ Tucker, right? Like they're contenders. 
they're 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 trying to you know get that edge so they can edge out the Brooklyns and the Phillies, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, the Celtics when they when they play better, but you know to edge out those teams. So so I think that there's there's definitely I, I agree with you. There's going to be a little more quiet than other years, but at the same time, I think there's definitely teams that's going to have they're going to be more motivated. I think this this season to just kind of go out and get something, get that final piece, you know, that could take them from from, you know, missing the playoffs to, you know, being in the playing game, say like, you know, the Magic, the Kings, not nah, maybe not the Kings, but, but <laughs> at the beginning of the season, I would have said the Kings, uh, but, you know, the Magic, the, the, I'm, I got to think of some teams now in the West that are probably borderline, like the Spurs, for example, mm-hmm. they're going to be borderline missing out, you know what I mean? Initially, I had the Timberwolves as well, but that was before, man, Elo played two games and, and Carl Anthony, Carl Anthony tells me I feel bad for him. He just had a string of just bad events happening to him, like recently. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel, I feel, I feel really, really bad for him. So it's, uh, it's not even, and, and he's out there playing too. You know what I mean? So, so definitely big respect to to Carl. Yeah, hey, had that had that forty ball the other day. Where yeah, I know, I know. Man's a walking double double, like for sure, for sure. And you know, uh, you look good on the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, man? But all right, all right. Well, I'm not there's not just, there's no good player that that doesn't get photoshopped into a Lakers uniform. Like that's when you know you made it in the league. <laughs> when you get in photoshopped in a Lakers uniform, <laughs> yeah. definitely. All right, all right. So okay, how about we we switch it up and talk about the contending teams though? You know, so yeah. are there any contending teams? So this is a two part question. All right, uh-huh. so are there any contending teams to you that sh- like need to make a move like most definitely and put it, and to get them over the hump? Or are there any contending teams that you think should not make a move? So go ahead and, you know, take take that however you want and go ahead and answer that how, how, however you feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, honestly, I'm looking at a team like the Bulls, for example. Like, so they're, they're sitting right at the edge of that, of that, of that. They're in the ninth seed right now. So they're sitting right at the edge of, you know, being able to get in the playoffs, in the playing games. And they're, you know, they are a piece away from, you know, being legit, not title contenders by any means, but like mm-hmm. legit, like, oh, you know, it's a team that you don't want to maybe see in the, you know, playing games because, you know, they can go off. They got Zach Levine, you know what I mean? I think a team that's got a star player, I'm going to call Levine a star player, not a, not, not, not a, this is what I call, I call their star, like the three levels of stardom, right? They're stars. That's players like Zach Levine, players like, um, let me see who else. Devin Booker. I think Devin Booker's all right. He's an all-star in my opinion. He's an all-star. So I got three levels. Star Don- Donovan Mitchell. I think he's an all-star. My, like I not necessarily have to be voted an all-star, but like mm-hmm. you get it. I think look, I actually gonna sound kind of wild. Nah, nah, I was gonna say Rudy Gobert is a star, not an all-star, but he might be an all-star. But I'm gonna say there's a star, there's an all-star, and there's a superstar. Superstar is reserved for like Braun. five to ten players, you know, Braun, AD, KD, Kyrie, uh, James Harden, Steph Curry, you know, those players. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but anyway, so before I, you know, get too far, I think Levine, star player, you know, and I think anything that's got a star, if they can put some good pieces around that star, you know, they can, they, they, they can build. Um, I saw an interesting, an interesting uh, uh, trade I heard about, not, not a rumor, but people were talking about, oh, you know, this could work. With your actually- NBA source? Told you? My NBA sources, yeah, okay. I got uh, Mr. Silver on speed dial. He he told me he was like, "Hey, Junior, should I prove this trade or a veto it like I did with Chris Paul?" Oh no, that was David Stern. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, no. Um, so 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 um, would be swapping. Now I don't know if I would do this trade, but swapping Markinen for Obi Toppin. 
because Obi Toppin could be of more use in in the in the Bulls, and Marketing could be of more use on the Knicks. You know, okay, that'd be an interesting trade. I think I think if I'm the Knicks, I'm taking that trade because Obi Toppin plays the same position that Randall does, and Randall's playing out of his mind, right? So I'm taking Louis Marketing, even though he's also a four, but he could he could kind of stretch the floor as a four, whereas Obi Toppin and Randall are pretty similar, pretty similar players and similar skill sets, right? Except I guess you know Toppin is a bit dunker, or you know he's a yeah. Driver. But uh, and 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 Randall's more of a bully ball player, you know what I mean. But I still feel like they they rely on strength to get a bucket, you know what I mean. Um, and 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 I so on that note, Knicks are another team I think that could definitely use some some good you know reinforcements because hey they're in seven they're in the seventh seed, you know yeah. what I mean. They're in the seventh seed, they could be making some noise and 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 get into that playing game, you know what I mean. I mean, they are uh, technically. I think it's like seven and eight, and then nine and ten, right? Like yeah, uh, like seven plays ten and eight plays nine. I think something like that. So yeah, it's 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 it's, it's seven through ten, and that, that actually is a, a real interesting point that you bring up uh, about those teams in that seven through ten area of being able to maybe actually be aggressive this trade deadline and get a piece to put them in that one through six area because right now if they're in that you know they're in that seven through eight, if they get another solid piece then. Maybe that puts them in, th- in 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 the, in the one through six. So I, I you know I definitely like how you bring that up, and I think that's a that's a that's a great point. Uh, like that. But you know what's going to be the problem is the current six team in the East is actually the Hornets, and unfortunately, because Lamelo Ball is out for the year, it's going Man. to be it's it, that's going to probably take them out of the, that seven to ten spot because I mean they're they're in the six seed by half a game in front of the uh, in front of the seven seeded Knicks and in front of the eight seeded Celtics. You know what I mean? So yeah. one game and they join from six to nine to eighth. So it's tough. And they're a little bit more, they're three games, two games ahead of uh, the Bulls and the Pacers. By the way, Pacers in 10, kind of surprising. But, That's uh, very we'll surprising. We'll see if your uh, your boy, your lauded all-star. bonus. Turns it around. Raptors in 11th too. I think they should be a little higher. So the East definitely has some teams down there that could be making noise and going up, you know? So while it's cool to see the Hornets, the Knicks and the Bulls all in the, you know, in those like top 10 seats, mm-hmm. you know, they're probably going to get overtaken by the Pacers, by the Raptors, you know? So it's, it's definitely something to keep an eye out for. And, you know, and I, I keep wondering when are the Wizards going to pop? Are they going to pop? Because like they have Russ and Beal, like, man, they should be. They should be at least ten seed. At least, at worst case scenario, ten seed. Really, they should be like ninth or eighth, uh, and 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 not you know tenth, but or thirteenth uh, like they are now. But um, I, I I honestly think like that's another team that you give you give the Wizards one more piece. I think they might be able to you know make a push for those for those. Uh, I don't think so, man. I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. I've been I've been watching. I've been watching like some 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 Wizards games recently and. Like every single time down court, and, and I get it, you know, I get it. Every like I get it because who else is gonna have the ball? But it is every single time. It's one isolation play for Bradley Beal. Next time down court, it's an isolation play for Russell Westbrook, yes. and that's all they run. That's all they run. And then and then the right. defense collapse, and they and then they 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 hit their shooters out on the side, and their shooters don't make a shot. That's yeah. why they're in thirteenth place. And right. uh, and I and I think it would take like. Two, three more pieces, really. So, to but make imagine them. them adding a solid shooter like you know Bogdan Bogdanovich from the Hawks. He's on the trade market. They're mm-hmm. willing to trade him. They're also willing to trade Cam Reddish. So, you know, if you see those type of players, those type of players be available, you know, you kind of try to make a move. Or here's another thing that I'll tell you: if Thomas Bryant never gets injured, are the Wizards in a top ten position? No, 
No, I, st- I, st- I still don't think so, man. Thomas like Brown I'm telling you, that team, Tom- Thomas Bryant is definitely a solid center, but that team, it, 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 it's not ran like a team. It really is ran like you know people that play like pickup, like pickup basketball at, at your 24 hour fitness gym because it, it's just an isolation gym? playing down court. Gym. Not familiar with that. Uh, you know, this, this COVID, COVID this kids. Lockdown. Basketball in a gym. <laughs> exactly. No, so yeah, uh, like uh, their their offense is just is just predicated on Westbrook or Beal getting uh g- getting a bucket, and you know they're both great isolation players. But come on, man, we're talking about NBA like that. Like that's not gonna work yeah. for a long term of a season. You know what I'm saying? You need your role players. You need your players off the bench, and they really don't. They, and they really really don't have it. So I definitely think it's interesting for you to say. That that you know if they if, if they had one more star. So what do you think? You think that if they had one more star, they would be in that top ten area? I think they would be in that top ten. Because honestly, like, look, they have to figure out. I mean, I get that they have issues to figure out, but like they go in streaks, and like sometimes you know they, 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 there's like oh they're, they're they're picking it up, they're gonna be there, and then they don't. You know what I mean? Like if you look at the recent results, like yeah, I get that they lost to the to the Kings, you know, but then like look, they lost to the Wizards by nine points, they lost to the Bucks by eleven, then they lost to the Bucks by six. They lost to the Sixers by 26. That one's a little worse. They, lost, they beat the Clippers. You know, like, they, they lost to the Celtics by one. They, they you know, like, they, they, have, they beat the Lakers, right, that, that OT game. So it was just like they beat the Nuggets by two points. So, like, like they beat the Blazers. So, I mean, before I go and recite their entire, you know, uh, schedule. Uh, schedule, they have shown that they can get it done. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of, of, of kind of being able to string that together. Like they don't have momentum and imagine, you know, what a streaky shooter could do for them or, or, or somebody who, you know, Russ and, and uh, Russell Westbrook and Beal can, you know, drive and kick the ball to or something, you know, you know, and I, I could make a difference for them, I think. Definitely. Definitely. But all right. So let, let's go ahead and move on to uh, the, the, this next topic here that I want to ask you about. And let, let's, let's go Eastern Conference first, then Western Conference. Is okay. there any contending, title contending, not playoff contending, title contending teams that should not make a move, should just sit, should just let this trade deadline go by and not and not trade nobody, not bring anyone in? What do you think? So talk to me about the East first and then talk to me about the West. Okay, so let's see. So who I think – first, let's look at the, the overall question. What are the, what are the contending, title contending teams in the East? And to me, there's only three. Sixers, Bucks, Nets. Should the Bucks make a move? Should the Nets make a move? Absolutely, they should. Absolutely, they need a big. So they're out of the question. So now it's two. Okay. Should the Bucks make a move? It's tough. On a buyout, well, let's exclude buyout market. Let's say trades only, because buyout everybody can buy out. That's great. Yeah. You're batting for free. So should the Bucks make a move? And I'm going to go ahead and say they did make a move with P.J. Tucker. I'd say leave it as is. There's nothing else to move on the books, right? I mean, there's always it's, – it's, it's a tough question to answer because, like, what if Bradley Beal's like, I want to trade. I'm out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon demanded a trade. Like, Bucks maybe can't use them that much, but the Sixers can. You know what I mean? But, yeah. But let's just say regular trades. You know what I mean? So I'm going to say, should the Bucks make a move? I'll say no. No more moves to the Bucks. They've made the moves they need to make. I think they're 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 as good as it's going to get as far as players who are available to trade. Again, if you can get your hands on Aaron Gordon, you get your hands on Aaron Gordon. But let's just say they don't. Let's just say it's going to be trading for role players. So no. And the Sixers, on the Sixers, I would say also no because I think they have a good 
a good foundation, maybe, maybe they can go out and get a solid starting shooting guard. You know what I mean? Because Seth Curry doesn't really start, and Danny Green is 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 not the Danny Green he used to be in in, in San Antonio and in Toronto. So I'd say maybe that the Sixers could be making a move. But then again, who, who's going to come from a trade that a team that's willing to trade him and be a shooting guard? You know what I mean? For yeah. A starting shooting guard. So it's tough. So uh, I guess to to not give a cop out answer, but should the teams make moves? Yes. Will they? I think not. I think that 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 especially a team like the Sixers. I actually will say the Sixers no, okay, because they're thirty and thirteen. Mm-hmm. They're a good team. Don't mess with with, with with what's not broken. If Plus, it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. But but I do have an exception to that, and we'll get to that on the West. So I'll tell you when we get there. But but I'll say no on the Sixers. Yes on the Nets. No on the Bucks. As far as do you need to make a move? What okay. do you think? I, I agree with you, man. I, I think that I think that the Sixers need to just sit, man. You know, if it ain't broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. The Nets desperately, desperately need a center. You know, I, I, I don't really understand this Blake Griffin move. Like, I'm not saying it's negative, but Blake Griffin isn't what he used to be. Blake Griffin isn't a big man. Like, Blake Griffin is not going to guard Anthony Davis. No, nobody's going to guard Anthony Davis. But I'm just saying, like, Blake Griffin isn't really what they needed. They really needed more of an Andre Drummond, like a real big man. So, which is still a possibility you know, for them, unfortunately. Which is, which is scary, which is scary. Uh, uh, so, so they needed a real big man, which I don't really understand why they got Blake Griffin. But, he was you know, free. He yeah, was free. He, 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 you know he, I mean? he was free, but still still not what they need. Like, I hope that's not their final move. You know, I, I hope that, they, that, that Sean Marks is working something up, you know? Yeah. No, and, no. And, Go ahead. And 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 as far as, far as the Bucks, I I actually don't think the Bucks should make a move. Is why well. you know I agree with you on that. I don't think the Bucks should make a move because they're at a, they're they're at a place where you know it's just like how you mentioned. If they add another star player, like if they added a Bradley Beal, you know, of course, any any team on this on both the East and the West could get could will take Bradley Beal. You know, any team will, will take a score of a player like Bradley Beal. But the thing mm. is, is will he fit into your system? And and I, I don't know with half the season already gone by, if you add Bradley Beal into that Bucks team, if he that if they're sense. gonna everyone's gonna know their role. You know, not everyone's gonna know right. their role. And everyone knows for you to win a championship, everybody's gotta know their role, know what you do and be good at it. Be great in your role. And I and I don't know if Bradley Beal went to the Bucks if, if that would happen. So um, my answer is Sixers no and Bucks no as well. Okay, so we agree on the answers. Now, what about the West? Who do you so, guys? Uh, so for for the for the Western Conference, I think the only team that really should not make a move would be the Jazz. To be honest with you, I think the Jazz the Jazz would be the only team that really really should not make a move because again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know. So they, you think the Jazz are title contenders? I I I do think the Jazz are title contenders because. You know, I've mentioned this in the last three episodes. This is kind of funny, but like how Hope said, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Yeah. And and I don't want to get, you know, I've heard a lot of people give the Jazz like that Bucks title, right? It's like good regular season team, but you're not going to be able to do it in the playoffs, right? But, I, I you know, and I don't want to get in that title just yet because I haven't seen that they can't do it in the playoffs. You know, right. I haven't seen they can't do it in the playoffs. We've seen D. Mitch, w- w- what he did last year in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yes, I understand he lost, but we've seen what he did on 50-point games. And then you right. add a Mike Conley, who's actually playing good this year, and who, if you watch the Jazz game, is actually a huge difference maker. 
And on top of that, I know they had Jordan Clarkson last year, but Jordan Clarkson was not playing at the level last year that he's playing at the level this year. He's playing at a much, much, much higher level, which I think in turn, when you add all of that, it takes them up to uh, it takes them up to that 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 title contending team, right? And uh, I, I think that when you the Jazz aren't really a player, the Jazz aren't really a team where you have one player that's just dominance killer, right? Dominance killer. And like a, a reason why I asked you if D Mitch is a superstar to you because I actually do not consider him a superstar. And I actually I don't consider him a superstar, but I think he's an all star. I think he's above the Zach Levine and stuff. I think not- he's. I, no, I think I, I think he's actually a notch below. I think it's like the Zach Levines, the Devin Bookers, and then it's the D Mitches, like right there, right under him, getting ready to come up. You know, getting yeah. ready to come up. So uh, uh, with the Jazz, it's like they play good if they play as a team. If they play, if they play isolation ball, you know, they're, they're, they're not going to win. So let me ask you: If you're starting your team and you can have D Mitch or Zach Levine, you're taking Zach Levine. Oh yeah, I'm taking Zach Levine. Yeah, really, I would. Yeah, I would take Mitch every time. That, that's Mitch the, is that's playing crazy. something in, in, in the playoffs, though. He's Definitely, Z- playoffs, but Zach Levine, All-Star. Zach Levine gets buckets at a high rate, like at an extremely high rate. But you have to look at the team he's on too. There's no other yeah. bucket getter on the Bulls, right? Whereas, whereas D. Mitch kind of, kind of, he's got a good team around him. He's got to kind of share, you know, the the the, the, the buckets. So that's really interesting. I, I I think to me, I was like, oh, I'll take uh, uh, Mitchell all the way, but it's. Definitely interesting. So no, Levine is dope. Levine is dope for sure. But I just, I like Mitchell. I think I think Mitchell's is is an, is a notch above him, and I think Booker is a notch above both of them. But I'll put them all. You know, I'll put Booker and Mitchell in the same category. Um, but I'll take Levine over. I'll take Levine. I won't take Levine over those two. So interesting okay. for sure. So I agree with you on the Jazz, though. I agree with you on the Jazz. They shouldn't make a move. What I don't know that I agree with is if they're a title contender. I'm still not convinced they can do it in the playoffs, right? And that's where you need to do it to win a title. So I'm not convinced they can do it in the playoffs. And that's what makes me a little skeptical. But, you know, let's say I go ahead and give them the title content or not. I agree with you. No, no trades need to be made. They got a good roster. They got a good, you know, bench unit. I'm going to say bench player in singular. But, but, uh, but you know, they have, they have a good squad. So I'll give them that. Now, um, what I was going to say, and it seems like you think the same way, because you said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And you can make an argument about the Lakers, but I think they do actually need to make a move. And I'm going to tell you need why. To I'm going to say why I think they need to make a move. Because they're coming off the shortest offseason in NBA history. And they're tired. And you can see the fatigue catching up to them. AD missing, you know, I mean, I think by the end of it, he's going to end up having missed like two months. AD missing two months. Uh, 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 LeBron, you know, I mean, that injury that he got, unfortunately, wasn't a fatigue injury. It was a dirty play by Tony Snell, but, but not Tony Snell, sorry. Um, uh, Solomon Hill. Solomon Hill, yes. Yeah, it was a dirty move by Solomon Hill, but, but you know, I will, I will, uh, I'm not going to sit here and argue that, but I'm going to, I'm going to say that that wasn't, a, that wasn't a fatigue injury. That was just an injury. But regardless, I was expecting LeBron to go down for a little bit because, because of the uh, because of the amount of games he's played and the fact that he's thirty six, right? You see players like getting 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 tired. You know, you see the, the players from last season, except really for the young guys. But KCP, he you see he's not as you know what I mean. He's a little inconsistent. I mean, I think that's down to fatigue. Caruso has been solid though, but Caruso's a young guy. 
the other players like THD didn't really get much run last year, so he doesn't really have to be tired. Harold's a new player. Gasol is just old, period. So that's why he's tired. Old in basketball terms, obviously. So look at somebody like he's like 35, 36. It's not old at all. But but uh, but anyway, so because of that, I, I think that I think that the Lakers do need to make a move because they need to have a solid squad when LeBron and AD aren't playing. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and I think that that's going to help with their depth, even though I do think they're the deepest team in the league. Their depth is really going to be tested now. It's really going to be tested. And as far as because people are going to say this, they're going to, they're going to sound bite us and they're going to be like, Oh, but you said they're the deepest team in the league. Why aren't they winning games without AD and, 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 and LeBron? And that's not what I'm saying. It's not just like, Oh, you're the deepest team in the league. So your bench is as good as your starting five. That's not how it works. <laughs> Depth means that your bench complements your starting five. Well, not that they replace your starting five. Right? And I think people need to understand that because most people don't. So no, I don't expect LeBron because well, LeBron and AD are going to be out probably for the next just like both of them out, like not just LeBron. Like two LeBron months. Be out for a while. Probably, I think at, at least a month of neither LeBron or AD, right? So, so, so I think we're going to be like, well, why are the Lakers winning? Well, that's because they the 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 the, the depth in their bench doesn't replace their starters. They simply provide continuity when the starters are playing. So, so with that, I say they need to strengthen up that because now their bench are going to become their starters. I mean, you saw. Uh, Damian Jones was starting games, right? And he yeah. was a he was a ten day ten day contract player, and he was starting games. That shows all the Lakers are a little depleted right now. So, so I think they need to make a move for a starting player, whether that's a a a, a you know obviously I'm going to say Bradley Beal, but I don't think he's available. Um, I don't know about making a move for Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon was actually trying to. So I don't know if you heard, but he he requested a trade, and he almost went to the Rockets. But he was like, I don't want to go to the Rockets. I want to go to a contender, right? Yeah. So the Lakers fit that contender role, but I don't think it'd be a good move to go for him because he plays the four, which is eight, which is where AD wants to play. AD can play the five, but he wants to play the four. Yeah. And then who's playing the three? It's LeBron, right? So it's going to be, even though LeBron ends up kind of playing the one, but then that's what Dennis Schroeder is playing. And you're not going to move around Dennis Schroeder, right? So, so, so what do I think? I think that they don't go for Aaron Gordon, but they should go balls to the wall for Andre Drummond. I really, really think they should. I really think they should because then they get a solid starting center. AD gets to play the four exactly how he wanted, so he'll be happy about it. LeBron gets to play the three, and he's going to have like like the, the the basically a better version of Dwight Howard, a better version of Javale McGee from last year, right? And and I really want to see them bring back Damian Jones to be a center coming off the bench because unfortunately Marcus all isn't working out and I said it from the beginning I don't know what they were expecting to get with Marcus all he's not athletic he wasn't yeah. gonna play or the or the JaVale right he was gonna be the smart the smart three shooting big you know what I mean and he is and I think it's great to have a player like that but let him come off the bench don't let him start games you know what I mean he's just not in the condition to be starting games anymore so title for the team that needs to make some moves Lakers yes Clippers are a title contending team. Do they need to make moves? I think so, yes, as well. They need a starting guard. They need a starting guard. And, 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 and you know, I mean, PG's playing shooting guard. But who is, is their starting guard still Patrick Beverly? It's, it's, it's Patrick Beverly still. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. Title with Patrick Beverly, right? It's not going to so, work. So, so they need to make a move. Nuggets. Are they a title contending team? I don't know anymore. I'm going to say Yes. Yes, I'm going to say they are a title contending team. Do they need to make moves? Yes, they do. They do. They are missing. They are missing 
Jeremy Grant's presence really much. And you can tell. So I think they're going to need a solid three. I don't think that, that, uh, I don't think that they're going to be able to get that way. I mean, I know Paul, Paul Millsap plays the four, but now you got Michael Porter Jr. who could play the four. I, th- I think he could play the three sometimes as well. Yeah, that, that that's ex- that's exactly you know not, not to take you off point, you know, no, but ahead, but I, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. I was going to say, you know, if you're the Nuggets, do you aggressively go after a three, or do you just say maybe a two, MPJ? Yeah here make all the mistakes you want like here like here's a three position make all the mistakes you want do everything you want but get better you know what i'm saying like get better and really bet on him you know what i'm saying be like really bet on him be like here here's like 15 shots a game here's 10 15 shots a game go get just go make all the mistakes get better learn and then come be our three you know what i'm saying i, and I think that that so i think that that would be a great idea but i want i want to get a get a notch on how you feel about that Honestly, I like MPJ. I th- I'm not as much as you. <laughs> I know you're in the leader of the MPJ fan club. I'm just kidding. But uh, I do like MPJ. I think he's dope. I think, though, that he's versatile enough that he can play the three or he can play the four. Because I know they got Paul Millsap playing the four, but I don't think Paul Millsap is as good as he used to be. Nicole yeah, he's getting five. older. So if you get Nicola at the four and the five, uh, Michael Porter Jr. at the four, get a solid three and then you got Jamal Murray. And then I don't know if you want to put Gary Harris at the two, Will Barton at the two, you can get a solid team. So, but, but, but to answer your question, do I think they should, they should say, Hey, go out make all the mistakes and come back and be our best three. No, I think they should give him more Liberty and more keys, but I don't think he should be getting the freedom to make mistakes because look, the Nuggets are in like what fifth, sixth place. Right. So they're in fifth place place right now, but they're tied for six with the Blazers. So they don't have so much liberty to be out here making mistakes. You know what I mean? Like they, they, I think that they definitely should, you know, give MPJ more chances, but I don't think it's going to be, you know, over the course of a game. I think spread it out and, 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 you know, try to see if you can give them chances in garbage time or something. So you can make the mistakes when you already know you're winning the game. It's kind of how I think, you know? Yeah. So it's going to be slower development. But development nonetheless, think Kyle Kuzma, for example. Kyle Kuzma is an example of that. Slower development, but he's still developing. He's still getting better, you know what I mean? And obviously, MPJ won't like that, but it might be for, for the better for the betterment of the team. That's kind of how I feel about it. Okay, okay. I like that. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to touch on the, the West, Western Conference a bit. And, you know, I, I know that you were you, you were talking. So I, I, I believe that the Jazz are the only team in the Western Conference that should not make a move. Every other team okay. should, should make a move. Besides so are the Suns one title contenders, I no, the Suns are not title contenders, but okay, that, that's second. why I didn't even mention they're second, they're second. But Chris Paul and Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden is like average age of like 23, 24. They're not going to be able to do it in the playoffs, like they're like they definitely are going to, they definitely are going to crumble in the playoffs. And I could tell because it's, it's their first time together. It's their first time together as a team. It is totally different playing a team playing regular season than playing playoffs when a team gets the game plan against you. But uh, but to to, to get back to my point that I was originally talking about about the uh, the, the the contending teams, the Jazz definitely don't, like our contending team and don't need to make a move. Uh, other contending teams like how you mentioned Lakers, Clippers. Um, maybe the nuggets i don't know if the nuggets are really title contenders but so i'll, I'll you know i'll just I'll, I'll just give my two cents in the lakers and the clippers really, really quick so the 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 lakers you know like how you mentioned i totally agree they need to go balls to the wall do everything you can to get andre Drummond. but if you don't get andre Drummond, i'm gonna 
I'm going to say something that I've been saying to you, and, and this is probably more off camera, right? I've been saying to you since we let him go. I don't know why we let JaVale go. I don't know why we let JaVale walk, right? Because we need a player like JaVale right now. Andre Drummond is 10 times what JaVale does. I would very rather have Andre Drummond. But if we can't get him and we could get somebody for cheap, we could get somebody for not not having to trade away a lot of players or whether on the or whether on the buyout market, we can get JaVale McGee and we can get him in there as, you know, a sh- a athletic shot blocker, high flyer, just, just throwing the lob and, you know, you, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be easy dumping. Uh, I think that that would be great for both our defense and our offense. I'm, I'm over here. The mic bleeding. I don't want to talk about ours. <laughs> the mic bleeding. But I, I, th- I think that that would be, that would be uh, de- de- definitely help the Lakers offense and defense tremendously. And that, and then that's exactly what they need. Uh, the Clippers, yeah. I, I think just, I totally agree with you. They need a guard. You know, they really, really need a guard. Patrick Beverly is a, he's a defensive guard. He's the guard that comes off the bench, you know, and guards the player who's, who's offensively doing well that game. And I really think who they really, really need is a player like Lonzo ball who can push the tempo a passing guard who can score as well. And Lonzo ball is a defending guard. You know, he's a six, six, he's a great defender. So you, you, you got, you got Lonzo ball locking you up. And then when you get tired, you got Patrick Beverly coming in. I think that that would be absolutely great. For the for, for, for the Clippers and that 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 would help them a lot. Yeah, but that'd but, be so weak if you went to the Clippers. <laughs> but <laughs> they're trying uh, to get but, him though. They're trying to get him, so we'll see. I agree with you. That's I didn't think about long. That that's a great move. That would that would be a good fit to their needs. Definitely, definitely. But so I I have another question for you about teams that shouldn't make moves. But so the, uh, you tell me if I'm tripping, okay? You tell me if I'm tripping. So. As I'm as as I'm you know I'm I'm writing up the the little topics for, for 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 this pod and I'm getting ready, I'm looking at these teams and I'm like okay like which teams like should it make a move or should make a move, and I have a question for you okay yeah. so, I came up with with this right here I don't think and don't get crazy on me for a second but I don't think that the Timberwolves should really make a move, I don't think the Timberwolves because they're so make- far from the playoffs and doesn't make a difference. <laughs> not, not, I mean, kind of, but not really. This is why I don't think the Timberwolves should make a move. They have a solid team, actually. They have I a know, solid team. Which and, is, it's insane how they're not doing so well. Exactly. They have a solid team with Cat. You know, he's he, he plans like this. He's going to be a Hall of Famer eventually. D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell, if he just got, he just has to get back to playing. Once he gets, once he gets back to playing, we know what he can do. Even if he does what he was doing when he was on the Warriors, and we're we're okay with that. But where I'm really banking on my money is that aggressive rookie of the year, Anthony Edwards. He you think he's rookie of the year. Lamelo's out now. No, okay, I was gonna say only because Lamelo's out though. Yeah, only because Lamelo's like, out. Yeah. Okay. Only because the mellow's out, man. You know, hey, you should know that. We did a rookie of the what year. About, episode. What do you, I know, but I had Tyrese Halliburton in second. That's why I would have okay. given rookie of the year too. Oh, you would have gave it to, oh, over, you over. Too. You had him in second too. You were watching your episode. Uh, <laughs> oh, exposed alert. Caught, I got caught. I got caught. <laughs> but but yeah. but yeah, so so tell me, am I tripping, man? Because I really think that, that they have a good team in, in, in Cat Anthony Edwards, D and I already told you my hidden my hidden weapon. My head and my dark horse on that team is Malik Beasley, man. He is raw. He's definitely raw. I'm telling you, 20 points per game. But go ahead, talk to me. Am I tripping? I, you're not tripping. You are not tripping. I agree with you. It's the changes that need to come over there are coaching changes, I think, because like they have the squad that they should be much better than last in the West. 
they should be much better than last in the West. So I, I genuinely think that the 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 Timberwolves could probably honestly look they're better than the Rockets, better than the Kings, better than the Thunder, uh, mm. borderline the, Pel- the Pelicans. So I think That's they definitely crazy. They, they should. They, they have a better squad than the Grizzlies on paper. They have a better squad than the Grizzlies. De- definitely, they have so a. Uh, on, they have a better squad than the Spurs actually on paper, and the Spurs are in seventh place on paper. That's I crazy. Think so. That's so crazy. There's no reason they should be going out that low. So I agree with you. No, they shouldn't make a move. Um, again, unless it's a you know fantastic deal that opens up. But the thing that maybe that could make a move is they really have three good guards. Edwards, Russell, and Beasley. That's three good guards. Maybe they could let go of one and 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 trade it for you know a really solid four, for example. Somebody to pair up with 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 Carl Anthony Towns, or they don't really have any good forwards, right? It's just Edwards is a guard. Cat is a center. Russell's a guard. Rubio, if you want to even call him good, he's a guard. Uh, Beasley's a guard, right? Like, when do you actually start seeing a good uh, forward? Josh Akogi, because he's kind of explosive. He's a guard, too. I don't think they actually have any forwards. So so, so it's a team just of guards and centers. So, so, so I genuinely think that if they were to make a move, that would actually be it. Let go of either Edwards, Russell, or Beasley, right? And get yourself a solid guard. Like, for example, imagine. Look, I like D'Lo. Don't get me wrong. But the man's never available. And he's Maybe. got good trade value right now. Maybe trade him. Maybe trade him and get a solid guard. For example, what if they can package D'Angelo Russell on a deal for Aaron Gordon? How do you think how, Do you think they get better? I, I, th- I think they get better. Get rid of I, do think, I do think they get better and just give the keys to Anthony Edwards and Malik Beasley. But what happens to Carl Anthony Towns? I mean, he's like 24, 25. Like he's no, 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 no. That's still his team. I mean, and the yeah. guard position. Because right okay. now, D'Lo got the keys at the guard position. He holds yeah, that down. Yeah, when he down. plays, though. He doesn't even play that often. I mean, yeah. I need to see how many games he's played this season. But I genuinely think that if you could if you could get rid of D'Angelo Russell, because you have Anthony Edwards, again, Anthony Edwards is not better than D'Angelo Russell right now. But he, he he's first of all, he's on a rookie deal. So I'm getting paid because I think deals on a max contract for his tier of player. So yeah. he's on a rookie deal and, and, and he's more available than D'Angelo Russell. You know what I mean? So I think that pass D'Angelo Russell onto a team that, that, you know, can handle that contract. Cause yeah, look, he's played uh, 20 out of the what 40 plus games. He's played less than half the games this season, you know? So, 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 you know, I think that now again, not saying oh he's lazy he's not like he had surgery right so it's just like it's not Mm -hmm. like you know he's just you know uh, chilling uh, yeah load managing or anything yeah but unfortunately like a player's injury proneness is part of their you know player report card look at Kristaps Porzingis for example he's really good when he plays but he doesn't play much but he's really good when he plays I mean he's a walking like 25 and 13 player Kristaps Porzingis when he's healthy right He's like seven two, seven one, and he can shoot the lights just out. Shoot the lights out. out. So, so it's just like think about how. How would you not want that? The league is about shooting, and the league is about height, right? Because he's got all of it. That's what's always going to be about height. So you're tall and you can shoot, like you know what I mean? Like he got it. You got it, and yet he, you know, he got traded from the Knicks, and now the the, the Mavericks are chopping him around. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like injury proneness does come into effect. So, so, so you look at it, you look at a player like, like, 
D'Angelo Russell, maybe you trade him. You trade him before his value goes down more for a player who's more available and can play more. You know, maybe maybe a forward because that's what they need. Okay. So let's move on to another unicorn then. Let's talk about another unicorn in the league. Should the Magic blow it up? And if they blow it up, should they keep my guy with the hardest name in the league, Nikola Vucevic? Should they keep him on the team? Because he's got trade value, bro. He's like a 25 and 11 guy. He's an all-star. He's got a lot of trade value. So if you really want to blow this up, you could blow this up nice. Just do on some like Celtics and uh and the Nets trade type stuff. Just get a bunch of picks. Just Celtics. Get, no, just, okay, see. Just get hell. No, you, you never win the when the when the Celtics uh, did that trade to the Nets for Kevin Garnett, yeah. Paul Pierce, and they just yeah. got like a bunch of picks. So do you think that the Magic should just blow it up? And if they blow it up, do they keep Vooch? He's he's got trade value. What, what do you think they do? Look, honestly, I will tell you this. Vucevic is 30 years old right now, okay? Mm-hmm. So I, if I if I was Magic, what I would do is I would blow it up, but I would keep Vucevic. I would rebuild around Vucevic and, and try to go from there, and try to go from there because he's solid. He's 30. He's not like 35. 30. He's, not, he's not, you know, young in NBA age, but he's also not very old. Most players actually hit their prime around 30. Like it's actually, it's actually interesting. It's not, you see in soccer, sometimes like really good players could be like, you know, 21, 22, but in basketball, yeah. they actually get really good when they're older. Unless it's like LeBron, like a once in a generation type of player, but players actually get better when they're older, like, you know, late twenties. For a different topic that maybe we could get into that. I would argue that the league is starting to change. You know, we're starting to see these 21 year olds, 19 year olds. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I guess, I guess I'm thinking of like, looking like, for example, like Clay Thompson and, and Steph Curry. And Steph Curry. Yeah. yeah and, I got you. And, 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 you know, players like, uh, but you know, yeah, not the Kobe's the Kobe's were popular yeah. forever, but I'm saying like the players who, 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 who kind of are superstars and they are, you know, great players like James Harden too. He was like 27, 28 when he started really being the James Harden we know now. Yeah. You know I mean, he's always good because you got to be good to get in the league. But I get it. There's definitely the Lucas, you know what I mean? And, 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 but I think Lucas, again, he's, he's got a generation. generational player, you know what I mean? Uh, Giannis, I mean, Giannis solid, but you see Giannis when he came in the league, right? Like he, he, he was, he was, he was a good player, but he wasn't Giannis, the back to back MVP defending defensive player of the year. Yeah. Right. So, so, so anyway, but yeah, well, we, we can get into that. I think I agree with you, but I think the, the age is lowering, but it's still not like, you know, like I said, like in soccer, some players are like, you know, Killian Mbappe, for example, he was like 18, 19. And, you know, he was like the best player in the, not in the world yeah, because of Messi and Ronaldo. But I guess I'm saying like, and Neymar, uh, but I guess I'm saying, uh, 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 you know, he was, you know, he was hype. He was already really, really good. But anyway, back to basketball, clutch talk. Let's talk about basketball. We'll talk about it all. Yeah, exactly. We do it all. That's the all, and we do it all. <laughs> uh, but anyway, anyway, back to back to the magic. Blow it up. Yes, because Aaron Gordon wants a trade. That's the best player aside from Vucevic. Blow it up, but keep Vucevic. Get 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 a solid core around him. But is Vucevic going to want to stick around? That's what we need to see. You know what I mean? Is he going to want to build? Because look, a rebuild takes uh, five years, and Vucevic is going to be thirty-five in five years, right? Yeah. So, Does he want to do know, that? Actually. Now that I think about it, no. Trade Vucevic, too. Yeah. I, I think I, I talked that one out and kind of convinced myself, trade Vucevic. Because, yeah, he's going to be 35 by the time they even be contending. He probably won't be as good. Get the trade value you can now so you can rebuild faster. If they're going to rebuild, though. But Okay. Do they, do they need to rebuild? Like, do you, do you think so? I mean, I, I guess. I, 
I, I think I, I think they need to. I think they definitely need to rebuild. And yeah, they're five games out of the ten seed. I agree. That, I, th- I think that they definitely need to rebuild, and I think they need to just blow it up with everything. Get as many picks as you can. Get as many young players as you can for 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 for, for Vuce, Vucevic. Get as many players as you can for Terrence Ross. Let's remember they have Terrence Ross. That's that's it's like six man of the year candidate, right? Like like the, the, you can get trade value for him. You can get trade value for Vuce. You can get trade value for Eric Gordon. And when you put all those together, you could definitely just stack yourself, you know, stack yourself for the future. Because oh. like how you said, if your best player is 30, you just yeah. said your best player is 30. You're not going to wait five years. You don't got five years to wait. And I think Vooch needs to take his career into his own hands and say, hey, man, like, you know, I've done so much for you guys. Like, get me out of here, you know? Right. So who do you think that, you know, where do you think Vuce can go? Where, where do you think would be a good destination for him and a good destination for the Magic to send him where they can get a good return of their value? Is it like I an think, OKC? Is it, what is it? I, 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 I think I think Vucevic would be great on the Hawks, as a matter of fact. Because on the Hawks. On the okay. Hawks. Because so Clint Capella actually struggles with, with shooting a lot. And, you know, John Collins, he can shoot. It. He shoots, I believe, around 37% from, from, from the three-point line. But if you can run a lineup when you have Clint Capella on the, on the floor and you're running a lineup of John Collins and, and, and Vucevic, you have a lineup of a seven-footer and a six-nine Six nine six ten dude who can shoot and play the post, like okay. how you just said. Basketball is half of height and then half of shooting. I mean, not half. You know, yeah, good parts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, like those are very important, and he has that. And I think that that would actually complete the Hawks also as a team because since Vucevic can shoot, that would stretch the floor. That, that would stretch the floor, and we know the Hawks to shoot, and that would just make yes. them killer all around. But let me ask you something. The Hawks already have a worse version of Vucevic on the roster in Danilo Gallinari. Mm-hmm. He's not as good as Vucevic, but he's a tall player that can shoot. And, and, and so you think that would it would add that much value adding Vucevic? You know, would take him from a play. I think they're a certain playoff team. I mean, they're fourth right now. They're fourth in the East. They're a certain playoff team. But do you think that that would take him from certain playoffs to title contender adding Vucevic? I, I definitely think so because I'm no, no, no not I'm sorry, not title contenders. I think that would make them deeper of a playoff team. I, I, I really can't say title contenders because I mean, let's like again, let's look at the Eastern Conference: the Bucks, the Nets, and the Sixers. They're not gonna. They're, even if you add Vucevic, they're they're, they're not gonna beat those teams. But the reason why I think that it makes them so much better of a title contender is. Vuce is averaging twenty five and eleven, and Danilo Gallinari is averaging thirteen and four. Right, like that's that that's a big jump. And again, yeah. them off them the, the them rebounds. You get a rebound, you start pushing the break. They got the, they got a young team with Collins and Clint and Trey. I think I, I just I just think that that he would overall be be great for that team. Yeah, but Collins is trying to get out of there though, so we'll have to we'll have to see. Especially because they have Clint and Vucevic. Collins is going to get no run, so he'll definitely be out of there. So you're right, actually. That's a, that's a, actually a very genius pick right there with the Hawks because. Collins wants out, so you can get you know a good return. Collins is relatively young, so you can send him over to the to to, to the, the magic. magic. And they have other good young players. They have Cam Reddish. They have DeAndre Hunter. They have uh, well, I guess as as far as as far as young good players, yeah, like, like tradable players. Oh, I think you said Trey. No, because you're not you're not you're not moving Trey. You're not moving yeah. ice Trey yeah. ball. But, but, but yeah, for sure, like uh, DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish, like supposedly, they're, like I said, they're shopping Cam Reddish. So imagine you can package John Collins and Cam Reddish for, for, for Vucevic. If I'm the Magic, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. 
like Collins and Reddish Rusevich, I'm probably taking that as a magic. Would you? I'm taking that. Yeah. So, and would you take that as the Hawks? Yeah, I'm. I'm I as the so. Hawks. As the Hawks, I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing anything. I'm not doing anything, but I'm doing. I'm. I'm pulling off a lot to give Vucevich. I'm. I'm really calling yeah. the Magic's phone, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to see what it takes to give Vucevich. Besides touching Trey, and 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 that's it. Honestly, I'd give up anybody else in that team. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, Collins wants out. They're looking to move Reddish anyway, so it satisfies everybody. They 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 seem to be done with Reddish. And, and 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 Collins just if he doesn't get traded, he'll probably demand a trade and then he'll start sitting out. You know, I mean I don't think he's quite the caliber of player that could just be sitting out games and stuff. Yeah. You, you want to sit out? Let, let me show you the G League. Show you the out the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little different. You know, he's definitely solid, but I mean to sit out, you gotta be like, mm, I'm right up here. So 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 you know we'll, we'll definitely see. But that's that's a real good pick. I would not have thought of the Hawks, but that's absolutely a great pick for for Fusevich. So okay. Good so uh, there, there's a lot of teams that are actually underachieving this season, you know, and, and I would say that none other better at underachieving than the Boston Celtics this year. And, yeah, and they they sure. have a great team. They have an absolute great team, great roster. And they're in the sixth seed at 21 and 21. So my question to you, my brother is, do you right. think, do you think they need to make a move or sit down for this trade deadline, sit down or make a move? Cause they have a solid team. So do you, risk making that team better and trading away some players and bringing on more bringing on some other players of course or do you just say we're just having a bad season covid is doing a lot let's just sit down and get this and get this going again for next season first let me ask you who is tradable on that team in your opinion who is tradable let me let me pull up the whole Celtics roster not Jason Tatum not Jalen Brown all right Daniel Tyus Daniel Tice is he, he's he, he's tradable. Kemba Walker is tradable. Tristan Thompson really. Kemba Walker Kemba Walker is tradable. So I agree with you, but I think they're actually going to. So, he, so sorry, sorry. I'm going to tell you why I don't think he's going to be a good idea to trade. But finish, finish. No, I, I, I that, that, that was really a, tra- a Tristan. Everyone else on the team is tradable, honestly, besides Jason Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. To be honest with you, and the and I know it's going to sound crazy, but the other player that I would try not to I, w- I wouldn't say he's untradeable but I would definitely try not to trade Marcus Smart. Marcus yeah. Smart brings such valuable minutes to that team. So, I will I will tell you this. I will tell you Kemba Walker I don't think is a good player to trade because you're not going to get good value for him for what he's been playing. Here's how I think about it. Do you remember when you were over and I and 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 I told you I showed you that I had like FIFA 08, NBA 03, and stuff like that. And you're like, I know, I know where you're going and, with this. Yeah. And I said, well, here's the thing I could sell it to GameStop for $5, and $5 won't make a difference in my life. Well, maybe one day when I want to play, you know, a throwback game, I'll have the game available. And this is exactly what I'm thinking with Kemba Walker. You're not going to get much return for him because he's a not being great consistent. Great analogy. He's not, he's not, thank you, but he's not, he's not really being consistent. But sometimes you'll get a vintage Kemba Walker game and it's better to have 10 of these vintage Kemba Walker games a season than to trade them for pennies and just get consistent eh, games from whoever you can trade them for. So I don't think Kemba Walker is tradable. Not that he's a non-tradable piece, like, oh, you can't, you know what I mean? You keep him at all costs. It's not that. It's just like, he's not worth trading anymore. For what you're going to get back, he's not worth trading anymore. And you can get, because he's had a couple of games where he showed up, he looked like vintage Kemba, you know what I mean? 
Like, so, so, so I think you keep Kemba. Uh, unfortunately, that does take minutes away from Marcus Smart. So unless you get a great deal for Kemba, you don't trade him. So, so, so I'm sorry, I did divert. So go back to your question. Uh, you're asking if who I think they should blow up or if I think they should, they should blow up or who they should trade for? Not blow up, but should they make a move with, with this trade deadline coming up or should they just sit on their team? Look, it's tough because they have the roster to be doing better. They really do. They're just not being able to get out of it. I don't know what it is, but uh, honestly, I'll tell you this. I think it would be very good for them if they could get a solid center. Imagine if they can get in the buyout game with Andre Drummond, they're looking pretty nice. They're looking pretty nice because you got a combination of Kemba slash Marcus Smart at the one. You're going to get Jalen Brown at the two, Tatum at the three or four, right? And then let's say you get, you put Tatum at the three, you put Tristan Thompson at the four, and you can get Andre Drummond at the five. I think, I think they should be going after a big right now, whether it's a five or a four, and you can kind of flip-flop Tristan Thompson off the bench. I think they're so, making a move, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I, I agree. I, I think that the Celtics – I think I think that the the Celtics need a center, and that's actually what I was going to ask you because so you you said that you know you gave that absolute great analogy of of the games right of like it's mm-hmm. not worth five dollars but it's when I do play it it's like okay this was really cool and again with Kemba Walker now we're trading him because he's he's a, he's a star he could yeah. be an all he could be a superstar when he plays up to that level but he yeah. doesn't do it all the time but when he does right. you still have it right so my question to you is if you're the Jazz. And the Celtics come up to you and say, Kemba Walker, anybody else besides Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum for Rudy Gobert. What do you say? Wait, the Jazz are offering to take Kemba no, Walker. No, the the, Kem- the Celtics. The, the the Celtics call call the Jazz. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah, the Celtics call the Jazz and say, and let's say you're the Jazz, and the Celtics okay. are like, hey, Kemba Walker and anybody else on this team, and except Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. What do you do? As the Jazz, I'm not giving them Rudy Gobert. I'm not giving them Rudy Gobert because I don't think they have enough value to give me back without those two players. Um, I'm not sure what kind of picks the Celtics own, but yeah. unless they're looking at some top five picks and maybe multiple top five picks, yeah, with Kemba Walker, I don't think there's anybody you can pair up on the on the Celtics with Kemba Walker to to be worth Rudy Gobert, in my opinion. I think that. I the agree. best, the best center they could trade for maybe is going to be like a, a player on the level of like Javale McGee or something. You know what I mean? Who'd you say? Javale McGee. Oh, I think they could probably do better than Javale McGee, but I think like I, I think Clint Capella is a better player than Javale McGee, in my opinion. They're different types of centers, but I think that they could go as high as a Clint Capella. You know what I mean? Like for example, if you go to the Hawks and you say, well, the problem is that you can't give the Hawks Kemba Walker because they have guards. They have Trey Young. They have Rajon Rondo coming back and teaching them. You know what I mean? So it's tough. They're, the Hawks are just on a good trade partner. But 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 think about: Can you do something with the with the with the with the Magic? Can they go after you know Aaron Gordon? That'd be nice. I think Aaron, Aaron Gordon, Gordon would be four. very good for them. Aaron Gordon at the four, and then Tristan Thompson at the five. That looks good. You know what I mean? I think that's a, that's a solid team. Um, I don't know, or 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 slot Tatum to the four. Get yourself a really solid three, you know what I mean? Go after uh, uh think about what if they go after like a Louis Marketing? That's a solid player, that's too. A very you know, like solid. A, that's another I, unicorn. Yeah, like go after a Louis Marketing, you know what I mean? But I honestly think they should they should be making a push for a, a, a big man, you know what I mean? 
make a push for a big man, whoever they can get their hands on, because uh, I think that would help them a lot in the situation, in the season that they're in. Uh, and then you have, you know, solid backup. Daniel Tice can give you some solid minutes off the bench. Taco Fall, you know, I mean, he, he puts his hand He's up in tall. an inbound play. <laughs> he puts his hand up in an inbound play that gets it over his head, that, that play against the Raptors, where Ananobi hit that corner three. But uh, um, anyway, yeah, I think they're mo- I think you're moving for a big. I think that's what I would do if I was the Celt. Sorry, uh, <laughs> if I'm, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. no if, I, if you know, if I was the Celt, I think that's what I would do. I just couldn't say that sentence. Right. Okay, okay. So, okay, I, 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 I honestly, if I was the Celtics, I would look for a big. But again. Like how, like how you mentioned, there's not a lot of tradable partners. Like, like they, they don't have. There's not a lot of teams that it's gonna work with, right? Because l- you just mentioned the, uh, the the situation with the Hawks. The Hawks don't need guards. Right. We just mentioned the situation with the the Jazz. The Jazz don't need guards, and, and they don't really have any bigs to give up bigs to be able to to, to get some good bigs to come back. So I, 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 while I agree with you that they should look for a center. I also want to kind of go back to the point where that you brought it up of like, is it going to be worth trading these players and, and not get like, cause if I'm trading, if I'm the Celtics, the Celtics and to me are right there. Right. Like last year, yeah. they were title contenders. I had them yeah. going to the championship last year b- b- before COVID happened. I, ha- right. I had them go to the championship, but now I think that with this season, uh, with this season and COVID and uh, missing games and the protocols and all that, I think you know that, that that's really gotten to the Celtics and and you can tell you know you, you you really can tell because they got I actually as a team on paper they got better from last year from this year to from last year to this year you know mm-hmm. by, by by adding players like like uh, Peyton Pritcherson and, and Tristan Thompson and certain players players of that caliber, but I I don't know if if they are title contenders this year, right? And I think it's because of COVID and it's because of, of all, all these, you know, all these all these things going on. So I think that, you know, you let this year go by, just sit. You know what I'm saying? Just sit. Let these year let, let this year go by. Build team camaraderie. Build team build team chemistry. Come back next year, ready to play. That's what the Jazz did. That's what that's, the, yeah, the Jazz that, did. That, that, the, that's what I would do if I was the, the Celtics because you know they so, they got a good team. Let's look at a, I'm looking at a couple of big men for the Celtics. So. One, Mouse Turner, great fit. Don't think it would work out though, because I don't think that the, the Pacers really need guards. They have a solid guard rotation. Vucevic, they don't have any young players to give the magic. Okay, so Vucevic is out. Here's one that I think is really interesting: Stephen Adams. Let's say Alonzo mm-hmm. Ball gets traded. That's now, nice. if you can move Stephen Adams for Kemba Walker, hmm. you're giving you're giving you're giving Kemba Walker a team with Brandon Ingram. Zion and you know Kemba Walker is a you know he's he's, he's a pass first point guard so you're going to be able to give Walker and you're going to get be able to give Ingram and Zion an opportunity to to pretty much you know get a better because I mean Walker is better than Lonzo Ball so mm-hmm. you're going to be able to give him a opportunity to get a better point guard Lonzo Ball you know he's if he's getting traded anyway and then and then you can the Celtics can get Stephen Adams so I think that would be a good trade that, that would be a really good trade. And another one that I think would be interesting, not a trade, but he's, he's actually parting ways with his current team, LaMarcus Aldridge. He's LA. With Spurs, LA to Boston. Uh, so that'd be interesting to see. You know what I mean? Obviously, when we talk about biomarket, we talk about Andre Drummond and LaMarcus Aldridge if he gets bought out. 
Another player, DeMarcus Cousins. How would he look, right, on the yeah. Celtics? That's another solid option. Honestly, there's no shortage of bigs. That's a, that's that's that. There's no shortage of bigs. Those three right there are probably going to be available for free, right? And 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 another one that you could maybe make a move for if you really want to. Now, I think I think if they made a move for this player, not only would be would he be so hated in New York, he'd be so hated in New York more than he already is. And you know who I'm going to say? It's Chris Hasperzingis. Imagine though, because the Dallas Mavericks are shopping him out now. Do this? Do do the Dallas Mavericks need a Kemba Walker type of player? I don't know. Luca plays guard, but Luca play anything. Luca's like a LeBron type of player. Like one through three, Luca's got it. You know, LeBron we can make an argument one through four. But one through three, Luca's got it. He can play shooting guard. He can play small forward. He can play point guard for sure. Right. So, can you do something like that? Can you can you maybe do a push for 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 Porzingis? Because that would be nice. Okay. Can- Porzingis? I think I think Tatum Porzingis would be nice, but I'm 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 kind of stuck on on what you said for Stephen Adams, man. I yeah, think that'll be I think that'll be good, man. You know, Stephen uh, Stephen Adams is, is one of those one of those centers I've been I've been, I've been telling people about. He's like an NS Ken. I've been telling people about him since he came. You and these international big men, man. I gotta tell you. <laughs> so 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 what you you bring up you bring up Stephen Adams. So I, l- l- let me ask you a question, right? If you're the if you're the Pelicans. And they offer you that. They offer you that, right? They they offer you Kemba Walker and you know some 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 picks or something like that for mm-hmm. for Stephen Adams. Do you take it? Because if I'm the Pelicans, I don't take it because I really really like that combination of of Lonzo Ball, who the ultimate core vision, and Zion Williamson. I really really Ball's like gone? that core. What? What if Ball's gone? What if they trade Lonzo Ball? Then, then what? Like, what if they trade Lonzo Ball? No, I know. Th- th- yeah, that's what. But I'm saying, do you trade Lonzo Ball? Oh, I don't. No, absolutely I, I, not. I don't trade Lonzo. That that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't trade Lonzo Ball for nothing, right? Like, I don't trade Lonzo Ball well, because. Not <laughs> well, not not for yeah, nothing. I get, but, I get what you're saying. But here. because only because of his impact. Yeah. O- o- only because of his impact while he's on when he's on the court with, with, with Zion Williamson. Yes. So, so, so I agree with you hundred percent. I am not trading on the ball only is if he demands a trade and he's not going to play and he's, you know what I mean? Like he's sandbagging it. Then you kind of, unfortunately it's the, the, the era that we're in now as players can kind of just constitute when they get traded. Right. Uh, it kind of sucks for smaller market teams really actually, but, but anyway, I digress. Um, I'm not trading Lonzo ball, but if Lonzo ball is gone, I'm, I'm willing to listen to an offer for Steven Adams when it involves a player like Kemba Walker. I am because Steven Adams is averaging eight points and nine rebounds, right. With half a block, 0.6 blocks a game. So he's not coming in like, you know, wrecking stuff. And he, I mean, you can't really ask much of him. He, the most points he's ever averaged was 14. So I'm not expecting him to be like a 20 and 10 player. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but I'm expecting a little bit more. Now I didn't watch many Pelican games, so I will say that. But I will be watching one tomorrow because they play my favorite team. <laughs> but 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 I uh, I genuinely think that if Ball is gone, I think it'd be really interesting to get a player like Stephen Adams, especially because the Pelicans have bigs, right? Jackson Hayes, I believe he plays center. Yeah. Right. So does. you got Jackson Hayes, who he's not Stephen Adams, but not a bad player. He can grow into him. some minutes exactly. So you you can get a you know you can get a solid you can get a solid player. Uh, and again, like I said, no shortage of bigs in the market. You know what I mean? If you set, if if you trade Stephen Adams, and 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 you end up with 
Boogie Cousins. Like, who's better right now, Boogie Cousins or Stephen Adams? I'd probably say Stephen Adams. Me but, too. but if you can keep Lonzo, you keep Lonzo. But if Lonzo was gone, and you can get Kemba Walker, and you you're gonna have to downgrade a little bit in your center. Downgrading to Demarcus Cousins is not a bad idea. And he he played for the Pelicans before, right? So I don't know. Maybe he's got a sour taste in his mouth. I don't know why he left. I think he didn't get offered enough money, actually. That's why. Even though he took a minimum contract with the Warriors when he left. But again, I digress. It, it was it, it was it was because he had like got through that, like he tore his knee and all Yeah, you trying to get chase a ring, right? Yeah. And see if he was uh, no, did he get he got a ring on the Lakers, didn't he? He, he, he got, got a ring actually. Technically got a ring, but he wasn't but really no on the team. contribution. Yeah, yeah. No, that sucks though. That that was like not really even his fault. But yeah. Um, anyway, uh back to what I was saying. I, I think Steven Adams for Kem Walker is a good trade for everybody. Celtics win because now they're gonna get a big and Marcus Smart is perfectly capable of slotting into that starting guard. And the Pelicans are gonna get better if they lose Lonzo Ball. I mean, again. Kemba Walker is better than Lonzo Ball, but you don't trade for Kemba Walker if you already have Lonzo Ball. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I got you. I got you. I like that. All right. So, so as 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 we're getting ready to wrap up here, I'm just I'm just gonna go ahead and and just list a couple of players and the the targets. You know, the 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 teams the the players that are teams are targeting for the, the okay. this trade deadline. And go ahead and feel free to stop me whenever you want. I'm just gonna go ahead and list a couple of them. Feel free to stop me whenever you want and let me and tell me like, hey, like I think this player would be great on this team. I think this player would be great on this team. You know. So okay, uh, so you you say the players, and I pretty much just I pretty much just say, oh, they would fit on this team, or they would fit on that team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm gonna list like a bunch of players uh, right now, and then you could just be like, hey, if you like, I'll like I'll list like a like I'll list Lou Williams. But if you can't think of anywhere, you if you think Lou Williams is good where he's at, I mean, say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm just gonna just go ahead and list a couple. Uh, okay. The big ones, the big names like you know Andre Drummond. Uh, if you have anything to say about that, you think about Drummond? Oh, absolutely, Lakers. Like I think he should be, you know, he should be looking at, at, at going to a team. Like honestly, man, the the best teams in the league, Lakers, Celtics, Lakers, uh, uh, Nets. They want him. Yeah. If I'm if if I was in his position, I'd only be considering those two teams because I have an opportunity to be a starting center on both teams, and I I. Uh, there are title contending teams that I, I'd immediately make better. So I'm only considering those two teams if I'm already going. But as, as a matter of, as as a matter of fact, if he doesn't pick those two teams, it's actually gonna be really funny because he left Pistons as soon as the Pistons started to get kind of good to go to the Cavs that had like five centers already. So he, yeah. he'll definitely be a questionable decision maker if he doesn't go yeah. to those teams. No, for sure, for sure. It's definitely a uh, we'll, we'll see what happens around Drummond, but absolutely, I think Andre Drummond could could be a good fit on the on the on the Lakers and on the Celtics and on the Nets, but also the whole Celtics stuff because he's a big. But but I just don't think the Celtics are title contenders. Okay, yeah, I I, I agree. Me, me too. Uh, so for the, another another big player, you know, on the buyout market is Lamarcus Le- 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 Aldridge. Uh, I think that he actually would be a great fit on the Lakers. Actually, as a matter of fact, you know, I'm not I'm not even trying to let the mic bleed. I'm just being real, being genuine. I think he would be a great uh, a great piece onto the Lakers. And what I what I wanted to ask you because everybody knows, you know, you're the Laker guru. Uh, who do you think would be better for the Lakers? For this trade for this trade deadline, do we bring on Andre Drummond or Marcus Aldridge? Because those are both great players. Drummond, Who would you rather you far. rather take Drummond? Absolutely. Lamarcus Aldridge is thirty five. I get that he's got a wet jumper, but so does Marcus Aldridge. We have a jumper center. 
You know what I mean? What we need is 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 a physical center. We're missing that with 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 Gasol. I mean, Gasol gets this much off the ground when he jumps. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So so you got him jumping over paper clips in practice. It's not going to really do much. So you need a physical center, an imposing presence, and I think that Dwight meets that criteria. Javale meets that criteria. Drummond meets that criteria. I get that. I'm going to give an example here. Damian Jones was actually a good fit. I understand why the Lakers didn't resign him because they want to keep roster spots for the trade and for the buyout market. So I get why. But he was actually a good fit. If he's still available, I think the Lakers should seriously consider looking at him because he was he was literally like a young JaVale, right? I mean, yeah, he was, he was just bouncing yeah. just every time, right? And that's what you need. That's what you need on, on this Lakers team. That, that goes that lob team that Lakers are much less of. Who else is a great lob threat? Oh, I don't know, Anthony Davis, right? So imagine being able to have a lob threat when Anthony Davis is on the bench, all right? And 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 I think that Damian Jones is a great pickup for whoever picks him up. Like, I genuinely think that. And I think the Lakers should seriously consider picking him up after, you know, they finalize their moves. But they have two roster spots. If they get Drummond, are they really going to get another center? You know what I mean? They're probably looking at getting a guard, probably looking at getting a forward. So we'll, 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 we'll have to see. But anyway... I think I think uh, I think Andre that Lamarcus, Lamarcus Aldridge would be good on the same teams that Andre Drummond would be good for. So Celtics, okay. Lakers, Nets. I think any of those teams. Okay. Um, honestly, any any of the contending teams except the Sixers, because the Sixers are pretty set when it comes to centers. Um, okay. But like for example, they'd be great on the Nuggets. Imagine you're running nuggets. Jokic, then Jokic at the five, and you got you got. Lamarcus up to four, MPJ, uh, Will Barton, and then Jamal Murray. It's pretty solid. That's or solid. if you want to move Jamal to the two and start Monte Morris, you know what I mean? I mean, Monte Morris is okay, but you know you don't even need that great of a fifth player when you got those four. So I think Nuggets are another team that could really take that could really take advantage of a good power forward. Okay. Like so, uh, so uh. Yeah, exactly. Next, so so we we got we got Aaron Gordon next. Uh, man, I know you just met, you just mentioned a couple of teams. Uh, we got Kyle Lowry. I don't know. I don't know if he if you got a couple Killer couple Kyle good fits Lowry. for him. Couple. Killer Kyle Lowry. Let's think of a good fit for him. I, 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 I got a real good for him. Tell me. I think he would be really good on the Miami Heat. I think he would be Killer really Kyle good Lowry. on the Miami Heat. He and, and and I've heard that he'd have a lot of interest in pursuing him before the straight deadline. So before the twenty fifth, I, w- I would not be surprised if we seen Kyle Lowry in 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 a, in a Heat uniform. And the biggest reason why I think it's gonna happen is because he understands that he's getting older. He understands that the Raptors are not title contenders anymore, and he wants right. to go to a team that is that that is title contenders. And I feel like he can put the Heat. Maybe not over the hump, but he can put him to the hump. Because I, again, I don't think that he would stand a chance against Nets, Bucks, or Sixers in a seven-game series. So I ask you, who does the Raptors demand in return for Kyle Lowry, and who do who who are you comfortable giving up for Kyle Lowry as the Heat? Because they got a couple point guards. Uh, they got Tyler Hero. They got Goran Dragic. They got Avery Bradley. They got Kendrick Nunn. That's like four point guards right there. You know what I mean? So I mean, I guess Bradley could play the two a little bit, but 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 um, that's four point guards right there. Like, who who are you giving up as the Heat, and who do you demand as the Raptors? As if if I if I'm the Raptors, I'm demanding. Uh, if if I'm the Raptors, at first I'm tr- I'm trying. You know what I'm saying? You got you 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 got to try first. Uh, so I'm I'm trying to I'm going to try to demand players like 
players like like Duncan Robinson, uh, a Tyler Hero. But I'm I'm guessing that the Heat are not going to go for that. They're not going to okay. let those young players walk for 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 Kyle Lowry. So in 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 reality, if you know if if we tried that and it didn't work, I think that that the the Raptors end up end up pursuing players like Goran Dragic, who is actually still a great uh, a great option. I know, I know I know he's a bit older. Players like players like Trevor Ariza. I know he's he's all, he's also a big a uh, bit older, but a great 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 three and D player and a great uh, a great. Can they even guy. trade him? Didn't they just get him? Yeah, they they they, they just they just got him. Uh, but most, but most importantly, who I'm really, really going after, if I'm, if if I'm the, if I'm the Toronto Raptors, are you these two stop. players? No, <laughs> are are these two players? Press, Precious Achua and Avery Bradley. Okay. Okay. I'm going after Precious Achua strong. Why Avery Bradley? Avery Bradley because if they lose Kyle Lowry, they're gonna they're gonna need another defensive guard. Because everyone knows the Raptors pride themselves on a defense, so you could throw you, you could throw every Bradley in there. And again, it's not like the Raptors are making this trade to be a contender. You know, and we, we understand that they're on the downhill slope. Uh, right. Spicy P like picks it up or, or figures something out. Uh, yeah. So I think that if you lose every Bradley, I mean, if you lose Kyle Lowry, you get a player like every Bradley back. Your defense doesn't take it that much of a hit. Right, right. No, that's a solid pick for sure. Miami is a real good pick. Okay. Okay. So how, how do you uh, how, how do you feel about you know I, I know we already spoke a little bit about Lonzo Ball and Javale McGee. You have any you have any any Lonzo Ball? I think like I like you said. I think he'd be great on the Clippers, but I like his setup on the Pelicans, and I prefer for him to stay on the Pelicans, not just because it's the Clippers, but just I think that you know they got a good young team that could be really popping in a couple of years. And I'm gonna tell you something. I'm not saying this from my, my inside sources. have not told me this, but from the looks of it, I'm, I wouldn't bet money that Kawhi Leonard stays with the Clippers. I would, I'm not saying he won't. I'm not saying he's resigning. I'm not saying he's definitely leaving. I'm just saying I wouldn't bet money. He's a mysterious guy. He's He doesn't express much emotion, but when he does, he expects his displeasure with his teammates and with the Clippers. So I'm wondering, does he resign? My guess is probably yes. But I'm not ready to bet money on that. I'm not ready to say he absolutely resigns or he absolutely leaves. So you got to watch because what, what's what's the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard, right? I mean, Man. Paul George is not getting it done by himself, right? So then, and then at that point, he probably he probably knows that. I'm not even bagging on Paul George. You got you got to be a different level of player to be able to get it done by yourself. Yeah, right? like that's really, especially today where like now there's not even like I mean there's less super teams now except for the Nets. Really, it's more like duos now. But it's many duos. It's not like two duos, three duos. It's like almost like every team has like a duo. Ten teams all a duo at least, right? So like you really can't be getting it done by yourself. So like I'm not. So I'm not even. I'm not even bagging on Paul George. It's just, it's just the reality, and he probably knows that. So I'm thinking, Paul, if Paul George knows that, does he leave the Clippers? And then what? Lonzo Ball is going to be stuck on the rebuilding Clippers back to you know what they used to be. So. If if I'm Lonzo Ball, I'm looking really carefully, and I'm not Lonzo Ball. So, uh, but what he, I'd recommend that he does is look very carefully and see if the Clippers are a good long-term solution. The Clippers are much much better than the Pelicans now, but is it worth for one year, two years, maybe? I mean, I think Kawhi's on his contract up at the end of the year. He already has the option to leave, 
Uh, and then he has like a player option. So really he could leave at the end of this year. And then if he picked and then if he doesn't and picks up a player option, he could leave at the end of next year. So it's just, it's too much uncertainty around their future right now. I think that for, for a player who's young and developing to be, you know, kind of stuck in a bad situation and then have to demand a trade. And again, Lonzo was not the level of player that could just be like, all right, I'm sitting on until you trade me. Like it's not quite there for him. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So that's, that's, that's what I think. But what about you? What do you think about Lonzo and, I think I think that Lonzo Ball. I think the the point you bring up about Lonzo Ball's longevity at the Clippers, he Mm -hmm. he should look into that. I think I think that's that's a great point. But when you when you look at it and you say where does Lonzo Ball best fit, I don't think there's there's a team in the league that is better than the Clippers. You know, they 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 need a player of his caliber. He could be great for them, and what he could bring to them is a lot. You know, on defense, man, the the core they need the defense. You know, they don't need the D. They need the core vision, but they'll take the defense. They'll take the scoring. They'll take the fact that he's a six-six point guard. You know. Yeah. So I, I so I, I definitely think that the, the the Clippers would be would be good for him. I heard I heard some rumors about the Warriors, but I don't think that'll be work out because they have. I don't know why, why take the why, why take the ball out of Curry's hand? Like why you like you Unless got... that we're <laughs> for much longer. No, I'm kidding. You know, and Steph Curry is the Warriors, so definitely. So. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't understand why they keep getting guards. They 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 keep getting guards, and they have like a top three. Even if you don't like him, you got to admit he's a top three shooting guard, point guard of all time, all right? Like 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 uh, maybe I I think I think he's like top three for sure. Most yeah. people, but at least the biggest of haters, at least have to admit he's top five, right? So like you know what I mean? Like why do they keep getting guards, bro? They have a great guard. Yeah, why take the ball out of his head? Just leave it in his yeah. hand. And then guess what they got in the two? Clay Thompson. It's like, bro, just get some forwards or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I definitely feel like I definitely feel like I, I don't know about long the ball going to the Warriors, but that would make too much sense. You okay. Know I mean? But I, they did get D'Angelo Russell, so I, I guess they they, you know, they are used to getting guards. So. All right. Well, hey, to wrap this up, last question, Junior. Let's yeah. let's let's see. You ready for this? I'm ready. Out of you know, out of all the players that that that, that we've listed, and something that we, and some that we haven't even listed, uh, you know, players like like, like MPJ, Derrick Rose, Demar Derozan, Terrence Ross, Marvin Bagley, JJ Redick, Victor Oladipo, George Hill, you know, and the uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, Andre Drummond. Out of all the players who could possibly be traded and have the biggest hype around them being traded for the trade deadline, who is the best player that will be traded? That will be traded. That will be traded. That that that, that that junior feels like it. No doubt, this player is going to be traded. You know what I'm saying? No doubt, this player is going to be traded. I think like Aaron Gordon is going to be traded. No doubt. I Aaron Gordon. I think Eric and Aaron too, though. I, I, I think Eric's Aaron, hurt. Oh, he is hurt. That's right. Never mind. He can't get traded right now. He can't get traded. Yeah. Let's see. The best player that's going to get traded. I'm. It, it, it's probably Aaron Gordon. I think that's 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 okay, okay, because that's what I was saying, right? That's what yeah. I was saying. Because when you ask you when 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 you ask the question the way that I asked it, it's like will get traded, right? Like yeah. if it's like mm, maybe, then the, 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 you know the, then the question could maybe swing to 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 uh, JJ Reddick, Terrence Ross, like like well, like. Well, I think Aaron Gordon's better than both those players, though. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then JJ Reddick. But Demar Rosen is on his list too. Yeah. DeMar DeRozan is on his list. But then again, DeMar DeRozan isn't as like a, I, you're going to get traded. You know, DeMar yeah. might stay around. He might yeah. stick around. Porzingis is another example too. Like there, I hear, I hear the, the Mavericks chopping him around. 
If he gets traded, he's going to blow that category out of the water because he's by far the best player. Hey, I really, I really, traded. I don't think he's going to get traded. Mark Cuban said, I'm not going to make the same mistake that I made with Steve Nash because he let Steve Nash go because he wanted a Steve, he wanted a pair of Steve Nash and Dirk and he messed that up. And now he's, he, he said that about Luca and KP. So I'm not going to make the same mistake. Interesting. Yeah. So, 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 so your final answer will be, will be Aaron Gordon is a Aaron pair that get traded. That's what I got. I agree. I agree. So I, one thing though that I, my hesitation wasn't Aaron Gordon being the best player. My hesitation was will he get traded? I think they'll find a way. But look, he just dropped this bombshell on the on the on the Magic this week. He wants to leave, huh? So he wants to leave. So he doesn't. He didn't give him much time to get something figured out. You know what I mean? But I mean, I guess you know. On it's it's crazy. You're gonna see. I'm gonna say less than ten moves between here and Thursday, but on Thursday you'll probably see twenty moves. For so, real, so, for real. So he's that, desperate. Then you're like, all right, all right, take the whole team, take the whole team. So definitely, we'll have definitely. To see how it goes. Man, definitely. So that's that. That's it for 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 our trade deadline rumors, man. Make sure you know just how Junior mentioned, man. You know the, we are going to be uh, the trade. De- there are going to be a lot of trades when it hits twelve at that at that trade deadline. So definitely, definitely do stay tuned, guys, for a trade deadline winners and losers. Junior, I'm excited to do that one because I I really want to see the trades that are going to happen, and we're going to yeah. see, man, who won and who lost. So everybody, make sure you stay tuned, man. Stay tuned for that for for for, for that episode. That episode's coming coming real soon. We'll we'll be we'll we'll be dropping that most likely Friday or Saturday. So yep. stay stay uh, stay tuned for that. That'll be a real good uh, episode, Junior. Thank you for coming on, my brother. I like this. This is fun. This is a little freestyle. Having you on. Yeah, I know. I really like that one as well. I really like that one. And and not to end on a on a sad note or anything, but on basketball related news, really uh, heard about the news of Elgin Baylor's passing, and it's uh, man, rest his soul. That's, that's I I saw I read an interesting article that I hadn't seen, unfortunately, but um, it was actually the the then Lakers owner mentioned that if Elgin Bailey wouldn't have come to the Lakers, the Lakers probably would have gone bankrupt because they wouldn't have had anybody to kind of support the team. It was a little different back then, you know, in the fifties. And, uh, but honestly, like monumental part and under, I think he's one of the most underappreciated Lakers legends, you know? So, so absolutely rest in peace to Elgin Baylor. Like that's, that's a tough blow for the Lakers community, you know, shortly coming off, you know, Kobe a year ago and, and now Elgin Baylor, like it's, it's definitely tough. So, you know, prayers up for him and his family. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. All, all, all the prayers up to him, you know, God, yeah. God rest his soul. Yeah, but absolutely. That's it. On a positive note now, you know, let's go, let's go get this, 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 this trade deadline and knock it out and let's see what, you know, what's going to happen. The winners and losers. And I'm excited to, 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 to do that with you. Let's let's do it, man. So thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning in. As always, man, like, comment, subscribe, wherever you at, man. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, make sure you, you hit that subscribe button. And go ahead, drop a comment down below, man. Let us know. Let us know what your favorite tread deadline rumor is so far. Let us know where you want to see your favorite player to go. Let us know what what favorite your favorite team is and what movie you want them to make, man. So go ahead and just... And just let us know that in the, in, in the comment section. And as always, as always, man, make sure you follow the Instagram. I'm going to put the Clutch Talk Instagram right here for you guys, man. Make sure you guys go follow that. That's where we drop all episode updates. That's where we drop uh, NBA uh, trivia polls. And you know what I'm saying? That's where we just have some uh, some basketball fun, man. So Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's it, man. Uh, stay tuned for this trade deadline winners and losers episode because we coming back soon, man. We come back soon real hard. So that's it, man. Junior, thank you, my brother. Appreciate you having me on. Fun as always. Peace.
All right, y'all. We out of y'all. Clutch Talk out. After you take Brandy to the prom, you coming back to school with shades on your head. Literally looks like a jersey that you would leave out on the side of the street to get picked up by the garbage company like the next day. Me and Matt say we're 6'4", but I think we're each probably an inch shorter than that. Me rounding up hurts nobody, helps everybody. Basketball tales so strange, you didn't know that you didn't know them. So listen up, y'all. It's NBA Storytime, available wherever you get your podcasts.